Hello and welcome to Deep Cleanse with the Skin Nerd. I am Jennifer Rock and in this podcast series I'll be talking about all things skin. Along the way I'll be joined by my wonderful nerd and nerdettes who will be giving great tips and also some humans who have lots of questions about their own skincare. In this podcast, I'll be talking to Human Alice and I will endeavour to answer the many questions she has gathered from a number of other humans about their skincare. Really excited to be here today with Human Alice because obviously the last few podcasts I have been chatting to my team of nerd and nerdettes. So welcome to my fifth podcast with RTE. Hi Jen, how are you getting on? I'm good, I'm really good. Your skin looks amazing from across the table, so That's... I'm very excited to see what you're using. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's uh, the lights. Um, Jen, cool. everybody in the building uh, in Orty has been extremely excited to know that you've been in and out. And since I've been coming over here, they were asking me a load of questions for you. So I've basically come, we have a list, as long as my arm. So I was like going, if that's all right with you, can we ask some questions? I love this, I love it. I love that because skincare is so popular now I think people really understand they have to look after their skin you know days of old people just caked makeup on or just thought this is my skin this is my genetics I can't do anything about it so yes all the questions it's like all so basically it's your frequently asked questions from the campus of RTE yeah and also for the lazy people who don't like putting makeup on in the morning (laughs) and you're getting stopped by the guards now for doing it in the car so it's illegal because that's illegal Illegal. yeah you can't be doing your makeup no we do not endorse that (laughs) so good skin um so first of all I'm going to start with me because I'm very selfish so uh I've been using 1% retinol um, and uh, Jen, my skin is flaking like no one's business. I never have dry skin, but pretty much I could tell you that while we're talking now, it's literally like snowflakes on the desk. Very dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything we can do to stop this or lashing oil on it? What's the... I think you're. I think it's brilliant. You just dove straight into <laughs> the ingredient that I tell everybody to use, which is brilliant. So retinol is a form of vitamin A, which is, in my opinion, the most anti-aging, results-driven ingredient that you can get. So if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, I've got pores, I've got pigment, I've got redness, I'd like to look a little bit younger, I'd like to stay this way, then retinol is definitely for you. Unless you are growing a mini-human, you cannot use it if you're pregnant. Okay. However... 1% is, a, is, is a, a really good dose, to be fair. An awful lot of brands will do like 0.25, 0.5, 0.751. One. So you went straight in for the big guns. Yeah. So, which is kind of like, say you haven't been to the gym in forever and then you're like, right, that's it. I'm going to go 74 times tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to walk like John Wayne yeah. on Wednesday. Wedding coming up. Oh, Yeah, like panic station. So I'm a bigger fan of kind of weaning yourself onto the dosage. Okay. So I would usually start a little bit less, like a little bit lower and then use that frequently. And once I get acclimatized to that, then I progress up nobody wants to hear that yeah no Everyone straight wants the in big, big guns, guns now <laughs> <laughs> so I would just use it at night time once or twice a week that's it what are you use? What, what what way are you using it um so it's uh ret- retoroids um like so it's tretinoin tretinoin um so it is like I started off pretty small I was using kind of like the 0.2.5% so I was listening to proud proud moment here but I did not expect the flaking I've had no redness though because you know some people come in and they're like my skin is burning Um, but I've had no it's just the flaking and it's very dry so I was just wondering is there it will subside it definitely will subside (laughs) so ultimately what happens with vitamin A retinol is that it is encouraging your skin to exfoliate the rate at which it should so from 25 onwards our skin doesn't exfoliate as readily as it should so ideally your skin should exfoliate itself Okay, you shouldn't have to exfoliate it but from 25 onwards it becomes not every 28 days it'll shed it could be 29, 30, 30 and then the older we get the slower you exfoliate so what your skin is now experiencing is the rate at what it should be exfoliating but a little bit too quickly okay. so that's why you're seeing it so yeah oils will be a quick fix to kind of 
occlude the skin, lock in moisture, yeah. but it really is like a perseverance game. You have to almost so just kind of suck it up and go through it. Um, and be careful when you apply it that you're not applying it honestly around a day where you'll feel, oh God, people are going to look at me. It's yeah. great when you're in the office and no one, you know, in the dark, just forewarned everybody. <laughs> and maybe not for a date. Can you imagine that? Oh my God. It's lovely to meet you. There's my skin and my salad. What's that? Some parmesan with you. <laughs> oh, stop. That's just too graphic. Actually, speaking, because you said not to use it when you're pregnant, um, I have mm. a question from someone who actually is pregnant. Pregnant and, woman. And she wants to know what she can and can't use on her skin. Pregnancy, they were always very careful. Of course, yeah. As to what you can or can't use. Like, for example, when I worked in a spa. Spa or spa? Spa. Depends on where you are, I suppose. Spa. <laughs> spa. <laughs> spa. Um, you're very careful. Like you can't perform, say, um, reflexology on certain parts of the foot. You are very careful as to what part of the body you'd massage head-wise. Obviously, you're very really? careful. Yeah, so there's an awful lot of terrain that goes involved because it's such a special time in someone's life. You need to really treat them very carefully. So for that reason, an awful lot of ingredients are just a no-go for insurance reasons. Okay. It's not that there often is an actual issue with it, but because a pregnant person hasn't tested it, we just say no. Okay. But the reality is skincare products can't penetrate into the blood. If they did, we would be doctors. Amazing. So... The answer to pregnancy is that you can't use retinol, you can't use salicylic acid, it's related to aspirin. Make sure that you do apply SPF because you want to shield the skin. You are more prone to pigmentation due to systemic, so hormones will cause you to have a lot of pigment, the potential pigment whilst pregnant. So you know, a lot of the time you'll hear a pregnant client say, I'm getting pigment on my upper lip or I'm getting pigment, what we call a butterfly, so across the eyes and the cheek area. So that's like melasma. Exactly, melasma. So we want to make sure that people, you can't prevent what's happening inside but what you want to do is try and prevent then how that hormone inside interacts with the sun so by shielding your skin with SPF is quite important and then just like anything when you're pregnant you tend to eat really well eat lots of vegetables yeah. and the, the comparison in skincare is antioxidants so really? yeah so lycopene green tea um, aloe vera like lots just goodness like what you know the ingredients that you see on a dinner plate that's vegetables try and put those those, those ingredients have the same kind of enzymes and antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties externally. So double it. Hyaluronic acid when you're pregnant? Hello. Yes, yes please. all the time. Hyaluronic. <laughs> See, the word acid and hyaluronic freaks people yeah, out. Yeah, that's so true. But it's like the best thing. It's like a drink of water, really, yeah. isn't it? So from 30 yeah. onwards, you don't make as much... And if you're younger, we don't like you. Please stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate people with young skin. <laughs> <laughs> so from 30 onwards, definitely it's an ingredient to consider. And it's just a drink for the skin. Okay. So it's 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 nothing that exfoliates whatsoever. So no problem at all whilst pregnant. You can't overdo hyaluronic, to be fair. I love it. It's amazeballs. Um, can okay. I ask? Has amazeballs. That's clinically ama- proven. It's, ama- it's amazing. Everybody should be using it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, my next question is for everybody's favourite, an oily T-zone. Yes. So I'm a victim of that too, but this uh, this lady has it and it gets progressively worse throughout the day and it kind of goes from her nose to her whole face, she says, and at the end of the day she looks like you could see her from the moon. Oh, very good. So she has a Direct quote. <laughs> Direct quote. Poor woman. <laughs> Oily T-zone is really common and I think yeah. people associate it with teenagers with yeah. actually 20s, 30s, 40s, you can still suffer with it. There's no... Oh, God. There's no... There's, <laughs> it's not specific. It's not ages in itself. It's quite happy to be spotty and going wherever. Goes on for ages. The T-zone is the common area, obviously, because you've got more pores in that area. So okay. the T-zone being your forehead and your nose right down to your chin. Yeah. 
I'm a big fan. Okay, so most brands will say, buy this clay mask and use this product that has kaolin that will absorb. And that's great. That's quick fix. I'm a bigger fan of trying to figure out why the oil is being overproduced. Oh, okay. I do ask people, I don't believe they do it necessarily. I do ask people just to to monitor it. So for a two month period, watch why you feel you're oilier or what day are you oilier? It doesn't matter whether you're a man or woman, there'll be hormonal fluctuations. It could be stressful. It could be environmental. It could be... For example, this question's coming from some 4D. Maybe they work in a studio. Perhaps it's someone that works outside. Yeah. So try to understand what it is and then you can use ingredients that will counteract it around that time. That's one way to do it. And yeah. then you've already talked about it, but vitamin A is genuinely the main thing that will help balance out the amount of oil you secrete. So if you're overproducing oil, what vitamin A, i.e. retinol that you spoke mm. about, has the ability to do is reduce how much oil you make overall. So I would be a really oily human, but after using vitamin A now for, I want to say nine years, I think I'm using it. I don't make as much oil as I did nine years ago. There's a cure. There's a a cure, but it definitely balances. I always imagine vitamin A like a, like a, you remember those old school weighing scales? Oh yeah, yeah, the ones that like go either way, yeah. Yeah, so you have to, like it's literally, like maybe this is absolutely showing my age, but a junior infant, <laughs> so we're sitting there and you're like, you have to figure out how many blocks to put on one side yeah. to put on the other. And at the start it goes up and down, up and down, up and down, but then eventually it balances itself out. But going back to the quick fix, there are like clay masks are great, there's an awful lot of kaolin ingredients and clay is kind of popular to be fair, it doesn't really matter what particular clay, I'm not really biased, I think a yeah. lot of them are pretty there's so many brands now that are like this is pink and fluorescent so people want to do it for instagram but you know clay is clay once it's a fine like once it's a fine texture apply it it'll mop up the extra oil um, but i don't think it's a long-term answer what's kaolin oh sorry oh, yeah so i've never is, heard that actually before so yeah so it's k-a-o-l-i-n if you turn over most clay masks it's, it's the most commonly used clay property oh, okay um, and when you apply it it usually feels like a chalky sensation oh, um, right. i actually like it yeah and then then um, you leave a, lead, a really light layer onto the skin and then about 10 minutes later you remove it. Now, most people, when they apply a clay mask, they leave it on for so long because they walk around the house. Uh, yeah, those people. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be looking at them. Yeah. You don't do that. Do that. <laughs> but what that does then is, usually then you get to the stage that it's actually like you're kind of stretching your face. Yeah, and you are so wrinkles. Tight. <laughs> and you feel like, oh yeah, it's really worked. But then you get, <laughs> then you kind of scrub it off. And I'm not a fan of scrubbing the skin in, yeah. at any stage. So just get like a face cloth or a mitt and kind of compress it to break it down and then remove it. Oh. And it's a much softer way to take it off. That's really good to know. Because I basically be like scrubbing it. And <laughs> do you know, you can feel your skin so like, tight afterwards yeah dehydrated yeah and don't leave a clay mask on too long and the yeah. interesting thing about an oily skin is that sometimes and i don't know this particular lady yeah. or, or a man in this case i'm not sure but make sure you're not over exfoliating an awful lot of oily skin exfoliate the life out of the skin so they do use something with the grit or an acid or the clay that we just mentioned okay and if you use that too much don't forget your skin is an organ yeah. so it is supposed to secrete oil so if you take too much of the oil away the skin knows that you're taking too much of its defense mechanism away and therefore it makes more oil so you actually feel brilliant. I've I've taken all the oil out of my skin last night. Yeah. So now your skin's panicking. Yeah. So now your skin's making more. So you feel good today, but tomorrow you're actually going to make more because your skin's compensating. So you should leave a layer of oil there, just not. Is it like too much. drinking too much coffee and then having to drink water afterwards? Kind of like. Well, no your... one should drink coffee, Alice. Like, let's not lie. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, like, it's just, it's trying to get yeah. this. It's like you're always taught in life don't do black, don't do white. Get this grey, this light, this little yeah. balance in the middle. And that's what we're trying to get with skin. Don't over exfoliate, you'll make more oil. Yeah. 
Um, I have uh, another question um, from two ladies uh, in their 30s and 40s with combination skin and back to your old favourite, large spots. And they're like, <laughs> I was a teenager. I thought it was over this. What oh, am I no. doing getting them at this age of my life? And they're upset. It is. It's really <laughs> upsetting. Exactly. Because I think the first thing is that People know that spots aren't caused because you haven't cleaned. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, I know myself, I see a spot. I'm like, God, if you feel, you, I feel unhygienic in that area. It's and rubby. it's just psychological mm. and it's wrong. It's completely incorrect. Um, so yeah, I totally understand why they feel like that. And I think when you get to your 30s and 40s and you're at meetings or you're at the school gates or you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you're driving along, whatever. And you're like, why? Why is this <laughs> happening to me? Why do I have lines, wrinkles, pigment pores and hair spots? <laughs> and often, do you know what's really interesting with our clients? We did um, a survey recently and thousands of our clients that suffer with spots now yeah. never actually suffer with their spots <gasps> as a teenager. Serves so they thought, no, like, don't be so mean. <laughs> I say that You're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I've had it for 15 years. You like, I was <laughs> dying with thoughts. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it is definitely a tough one. So to answer your question, mm. it is. It's simple. I think it's about getting the right regime for somebody. Okay. I think honestly, if it really is affecting who you are and how you feel in yourself, you should get a consultation. I don't okay. think walking into a pharmacy, picking up a product, being sold this miracle, this spot product will work is right. I think they should have support yeah. so that you understand why it's happening. I'm going to say like a broken record, but figuring out oh, why you get enough. the spots. Is it the time of the month? Is it stressful? Is it, What is it? Is it the makeup? Like I know if I wear a particular brand of makeup, like actually loads of brands of makeup, lots of high street brands my yeah. skin does not like. So I'll get lots of blackheads and they're not oh. even a spot like that you could pop. They're the spot under the skin. You know, there's little lumpy, bumpy ones. Yeah, that's what she has. It's the ones that are on and they're hard and sore. Yeah. And just like, oh, it's so... Oh. And you keep wanting to poke them back into your face. <laughs> like an antenna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't let everyone know my name. Yeah, like, I'll just put your hand there like for the rest of the day. <laughs> but the lots of people get those kind of really large bulbous ones under the, under yeah. the skin, as you said. But a lot of people get loads of little tiny... They're, they're literally looking like a blackhead but they're in, they're inflamed oh, and they yeah. can be really what we call textural spots so when you run your hands along your face and you can feel like say little lumps and bumps that's basically what we call a, a like a trap comedone or a, like a, it is trapped oil it's like okay. a little plug but they can often be I find in females 30s 40s that wear makeup every day it can often it can often be the makeup that they're applying oh, so okay. a lot of makeup can have like FD&C dyes and irritants in it that can cause breakouts in skin so I tend to ask people first of all to get a salicylic acid cleanser okay so salicylic unless pregnant is perfect or if you're allergic to aspirin you just use it as a cleanser on that area so you'd wash for 60 seconds remove and then I leave it for another 20 seconds as a mini mask okay because that ingredient has oil soluble which means it can get into the pore break down the extra oil or spot or the little plug like we just we described mm-hmm. and then it's not going to disappear in front of you but by the next day it's usually a lot less inflamed less red the bacteria isn't as present and then I'm a big fan of changing your makeup and cleaning your brushes um, but going back to this particular person yeah on the spot products there's loads of them um, tea tree is always good witch hazel is great people actually get aspirin crushed up don't really know if that works people adore oh, pseudocreme people yeah. adore toothpaste everyone has their own remedy at home but I've, I really feel it has to go back to the root of figure out why you're getting it is there a particular time get the get the mm-hmm. uh, salicylic ingredient and yeah don't pick it can I ask as well um, we have a how many products typically should you use on, in your regime and I know this is like 
I love products. So I'm going to say loads, but obviously you're the expert. So <laughs> you're going to say loads. I don't say loads. I would love to say loads. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's dependent on the person. Mm. So if I said to one person, one woman, mm. that you need four <laughs> products, they'll think that's a lot. If I say to another person 10, they'll think that's fine. So yeah. it really is, it is a personal choice. However, if you have healthy skin, you really only need to cleanse serum and SPF it. Okay. If, however, like the person who spoke about that gets the spots occasionally and they're kind of on a mission to really tackle a specific concern for that given time, yeah. then I would say, well, they'll need the cleanser, serum, SPF, but they're also going to need it on the spot or perhaps a home peel or to hydrate or a spritz. You know, so it might be that you need a little bit more depending on your concern. So but just, the basic bog standard yeah. should be three in the morning and three at night three each way yeah or it could technically be two at night mm. so cleanse and serum oh, that's amazing because mm. like I always think when you're doing it um I love an oil and then like I put a moisturizer on before oh oil before or after moisturizer this is potato oh. potato tomato 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 yeah. I personally love to put a moisturizer on and then an oil. Okay. However, my argument is that moisturizers and oils tend to be more of a placebo effect oh <gasps> Meaning that they do have a purpose, <laughs> right? but they're not true. It's like, okay, so it's like cardio or weights. Ah, bad example. My point is that like your <laughs> weights are really the one that are toning the muscle. The cardio yeah. is brilliant, obviously, for me from top to toe. Okay. Moisturizer is good for you. It'll actually hydrate the skin. It'll help like seal the skin, but it's not doing as much as your serum might have been if you had the right ingredients in it. Okay. But do I love an oil? Yes, because you feel like you're minding yourself and skincare can be self-care. Yeah, it's true. There's nothing nicer than, you know, when you're just coming in and you're just like sitting there watching like a really crap TV program, just like fi- like putting stuff on your face. And it's like, <gasps> like I looked after myself for 40 minutes and it was really nice. Yeah, I always so say true. when you get out of the shower and if you look down. Okay. Um, right. So date night routine, you were saying three each. Um, yes. So three products each basically yes. is your thing. And that includes SPF in the morning. I have a question. Do you apply SPF every day? SPF every day because I burn in the sun I'm like basically I don't even I'm like a vampire but I, I like a lot of people are asking as well because SPF leaves a cast underneath your makeup like is there like a way of combating that or like because I don't really normally wear makeup during the day so I don't but one of the girls was like every time I put it on I, it leaves a cast and then I'm just like don't want to wear it so an awful lot of makeup artists I fight with makeup artists all the time because some of them are like the top ones in the country are my friends I'm like stop saying that out loud and what they're saying is don't put your SPF on because it'll reflect badly against the light of the camera so there's ingredients called zinc oxide and titanium dioxide it's typically zinc oxide that's your mineral makeup Mm -hmm. or your mineral um component that you find in an SPF and that tends to reflect badly back against the flash of a camera so you could look beautiful in real life but then you take a photograph and the flash of the camera allows your skin to look paler wherever you've applied the SPF it usually is down to the quality of the SPF oh wow okay so without ever naming names I would you'd usually <laughs> know when I see someone on a night out or you see a photograph and you're like oh they're probably using a particular makeup brand okay so, mo- I would never lean on my makeup to be my SPF I would choose a really good skincare brand's SPF because they usually are finer particles don't reflect back and get you better 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 protection that's fair enough and uh, lastly I have a dun, dun, dun. a gentleman caller yes. <laughs> gentleman. Uh, wants to know about um, shaving and ingrown hairs on his face 
So men have skin too. I they think, do. Yeah. So brilliant Fair that point. there's a male question in there. To be honest, um, ingrown hairs are obviously frustrating. They're sore. They're tender. Mm. There's so many. Like a lot of our clients have suffered what's called pseudo follicular barbate, which in English means it looks like they've got they've got their beard and they've lots of spots throughout their beard. And then sore. they usually keep their beard because yeah. they don't like shaving because they find that if they shave, it actually causes more irritation. Mm-hmm. Um, I am obsessed with. Actually, I would treat it just like regular spots. So go back okay. to cleansing through the beard properly. I always meet men and they'll say, oh, should I have a beard? Like, I don't, I don't need to clean my cheeks and my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no. That's just disgusting for you to admit it. Like, How do you not wash your you? arms because you've got hair on your arms? Um, so yeah, so always, always, always cleanse through and using something antibacterial and what we call astringent-based, which means something like your salicylic or your witch, okay. your witch hazel or your tea tree so that you're truly, truly exfoliating and degreasing the skin because as you imagine, the hair is coming out, there's more trapping there. Yeah. Yeah. That area than say ours where we're not having well, I'd personally have to shave every day. Um, <laughs> once a week. Once a week. Um so yeah, I think that's the main thing to be aware of. And scarring as well is another thing. So there's no yeah. real difference. I would just treat it as if it was man or woman in front of me, hair or there or not. Treat it with salicylic witch hazel to exfoliate, treat it with vitamin A to balance out how much oil they make in the future, treat with maybe vitamin C or licorice or um, brightening botanicals to prevent any scarring and SPF so that your skin is as healthy as is possible. That's, I think that's everybody. Well, at the moment, I mean, they could come back with more. I think it's brilliant that you had so many questions though. Like it's, I just, I really believe that skincare is something that people are becoming more and more interested in. And I know when um, you sent over the questions, there's just, there's acres of them and they yeah. can go off on tangents for ages. But ultimately, I suppose the main questions are, what to do, how to look after it. And it is, it's simple. Skincare does not have to be complicated. It's just about getting the right ingredients in the right steps and then you're done. Yeah, I, I think people um, technically always have the same kind of problems, even though everybody's skin is slightly different. And you get a bit bamboozled by the products as well, you know. So like just to know your tidy skincare, even though like your three products was handy enough. And like, I think you can buy that pretty good. But um, thank you. People do always ask questions, but I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah, it's fair enough. And I hope all your nerdy questions and your FAQs Thanks have so been much. delivered. Thanks so much, Jen. So for more information, how-to videos on the core four, double cleansing, feeding your skin from within, and lots, lots more, check out my Nerd Code series on rte.ie forward slash lifestyle.